Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hello and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Manny, speaking. In this episode, we will be discussing pickup games, games that you essentially pick up and play. No fuss involved. You had a long day of work, you have some free time after, and you just want to play some games. Let's get started. Now I'm going to split this episode into two sections, multiplayer games and solo games. And at the end of the episode, I will be discussing what's new in gaming. I decided to remove the episode format of having a news a news episode simply because it'd be a lot easier to deliver news to any listeners out there who uh, really want to keep up to date with gaming news. So we're going to try this format out. So for you multiplayer fans out there, I have plenty of pickup games that you've probably already heard of. Some of them you probably already play, and there are probably others that you know, that you just want to get into but haven't yet. Uh, some of these I will skim over, others I will go into more detail. But before I get started, I do want to say that multiplayer games are probably the highlight of this episode. The reason for this is rounds. A multiplayer game is usually played in rounds. You know, you start a match, you end a match. You start a level, you end the level. And I feel like that's key when it comes to pickup games, right? You get home, you're tired, pick up the game, and you just start playing. The round ends, do you have time for more games? Maybe, maybe not. But if you don't, you can easily stop. You're not missing out any any save points or anything. You're not missing any data. You just stop playing. And then you can pick it up later if you want. It's great. It's a good system, and I feel like the rounds are what really make multiplayer games awesome. So our first entry into multiplayer pickup games is Call of Duty, obviously. Everyone plays Call of Duty, and if you haven't played it, you've probably heard of it. It's a very simple, tried-and-true formula. Usually... Usually, most people just play deathmatch, where you get into a gaming session with 24, 23 other players, and you just deck it out and see who who wins. Or, you know, there's multi, there's team deathmatch, same concept. And obviously, they have the other ones, capture the flag. And um, I believe the new one has a couple of new entries, which are pretty awesome. Um, but again, Call of Duty is Call of Duty, and will always be Call of Duty. Um, so if that that's what you enjoy, then go for it. The games are actually pretty cheap after they've been out for a few months. There is sort of a uh, incentive to buy it when it comes out because that's when the population is most dense on the network servers. So it, it really is uh, just up to you guys. So since the first game I mentioned in the multiplayer section is a shooter, I'm going to keep the ball rolling. The next game I want to talk about is Overwatch. Now, Overwatch had had hit the scene about two years ago now, and it is an amazing game. It is a, it's a shooter. It's very akin to Team Fortress 2. And for uh, those that haven't heard about it, I'm going to give a quick detail of what the game is about, um, the different types of game modes, and the different types of heroes. 
So the key difference between uh, Overwatch and Call of Duty is the heroes, the characters. In Call of Duty, you play as a, a soldier a soldier from World War II or maybe in a future war that hasn't taken place. And you have a layout. You have a loadout of your guns that you customize, that you have different skins for, that you have uh, different attachments for, and different perks to your character. In Overwatch, it's similar, but it's also very, very different. So, for example, Overwatch has over 20 characters, and these characters are called heroes. And each hero is divided into a subclass. There's offense, defense, tank, and support. And uh, so I'm going to talk about the tanks because they are my favorite subclass. Um, in each subclass, there is a hero that has different abilities. For example, D.Va is my main. So if you, if any of out there are D.Va fans, it's awesome. If you guys hate D.Va, well, then, you know, okay then. But continuing on, D.Va has uh, rockets that she can launch. She's in a big mech. And she can launch rockets, she has a shield, she can boost and gain some speed and some height really quickly. And her ultimate is essentially launching out of her mech and exploding it and possibly killing people around the area. And then she can just, you know, uh, be in a uh, non-mech mode, she's just a human, she's very, very defenseless, and then call back the mech. It's great, it's awesome. As a tank, you head first into the battle. And you you essentially just start attacking and defending your people. Um, as a support, you want to provide support to the other he heroes, such as your tanks or your uh, your offense team members. And uh, you know, defense, you want to set up uh, turrets like uh, Torbjorn, or you want to set up uh, well turrets again like Symmetra, for example. And in this game, there are different types of modes as well. So there is a there is a deathmatch mode. They actually added that late into the game about a about four months ago. Um, but one of the biggest uh, modes in this game is essentially a uh, escort mode, where there is a payload. It's usually a car or something that that's in the car on top of the car that you have to secure and then escort it to the other side of the map while the opposing team is trying to stop you in your tracks um, before the time runs out. It's very different um, than Call of Duty, and it is really awesome it's really amazing and uh, i've invested over the past two years i've invested maybe about a week's worth of time a work week's worth of time about 40 hours maybe a little bit more than that um i know people have invested tons of time into this game and uh for good reason um each game is about maybe four to six minutes long maybe even 10 minutes depending on what game mode you're playing you just sit down and you start playing and depending on how good your team is the game can be over pretty quickly and vice versa um if, if it's about evenly matched you're probably going to be playing for about 10 minutes and if you're playing a competitive match i've had games that last me 15 to 17 minutes and they've been great and uh overwatch doesn't seem like it's going to uh die anytime soon the community is insanely strong in this one blizzard keeps putting out new maps and heroes for free they're all for free the only thing you're paying for is the game and any sort of cosmetic skins that you want to get um and be warned that you do get the skins over a loot box format so if you're not okay with that then um you know i don't know what to tell you because there's i don't think there's another way to get those skins and then the last shooter i want to talk about is fortnite now fortnite has been out for a while now um i want to say closer to a year and it's been exploding in popularity recently in the last few months i've been seeing it everywhere from my friends asking me to play and download it and also just you know a lot of people just online on twitch and then on on reddit i keep seeing all these gifs and it, it's great it's great it's a very interesting game i actually just started playing it about a month ago and i only play it you know every every now and then so fortnite before i continue on what type of game it is uh, it is obviously a shooter but one of the things one of the key differences is it is called a battle royale 
Royale type of shooter. So it's very interesting. I'd never heard of what a Battle Royale type of shooter is. And essentially, you and 90 to 99 other players uh, descend upon this huge map. We're talking like Grand Theft Auto 5 type of big. Possibly maybe half of the Grand Theft Auto 5 map. And for those who have played Grand Theft Auto 5, that map is huge. So these players all descend upon this map. And they only have one thing on them. They have a pickaxe, essentially. And as you parachute down into the map, because you're, you're being launched from a bus, it's great. And you, you, you go down to wherever you want to go on the map. The map has um, a whole bunch of different areas with different names. And each area has, like, different goodies that you can grab. And as you get to the, to the, to the floor of the map, you're able to, you know, just destroy everything you you destroy some uh you destroy a car you get some metal you destroy a, a house you get some wood if it's made out of brick you get bricks and essentially with these materials you can actually build your own little forts you can build walls you can build stairs and it makes for a really interesting game mechanic because essentially you can hide yourself in a fort or you can confuse other enemies to think you're in a fort and when you're really not or you can climb to really high distances using uh, you know this build characteristic but essentially you need to be able to get all this material first um you can get it either by chopping down just everything you see in sight or by killing other members other players when you kill another player they drop everything that they have on them and you're able to just pick and choose whatever you want now for weapons you find weapons as you're exploring the map each area in the map has buildings and in those buildings they usually have like really big crates that have all these really good cool goodies on them like shields or guns and some other buildings will have like fun little things like a uh, a launch pad where you can you know shoot up high into the sky or maybe a uh, a bush like literally there is a item you can grab that will enable you to walk around in a bush so it's really it's really call of duty it's really metal gear solid style where you're in a box and you're just walking around hoping no one pays attention to you and the point of the game is to be the last one standing you survive and you do this by um, walking around collecting materials getting your guns and basically killing member killing other uh, players that you see and at the same time this is going on there is a huge storm that is encircling the map and the map is an island and this storm is slowly closing in every few minutes it closes in a little bit more if you're in the if you're not inside the eye of the storm your health starts to deplete exponentially it goes back it goes by really fast and you need to be able to you need to, to stay inside the eye so you can live so it's a really interesting mechanic wherein every player starts off the same they retrieve their guns they retrieve their materials and the game forces everyone to get closer and closer together i've had instances where i would start playing and i'd get pretty far i, I would die at like spot number eight out of 99 and that's because uh well admittingly i had a bush and i was hiding in it it was fantastic and honestly it, it raises my blood pressure because i'm i'm terrified that someone's gonna sneak up on me and notice hey there's a guy in a bush so this game is really interesting and it's a lot of fun and recently they added a few different game modes so usually it's just free for all everyone against everyone with one final winner and they just added duos where you play uh as a team of two so me and a couple buddies will team up as just you know one team of two and then there's the squads where you where you, you and you and friends or just random online players team up in groups of four and even though it is the same map every time and even though it is the same mechanics every time this game has great replayability however depending how good you do this game may actually take up a chunk of your time because one game can last 
maybe about 15 to 20 minutes, depending how good you are. If you lost to number one, you're you're amazing. I bow down before you. Um, if you're like me, you can die anywhere between top 25 to 100 essentially. Uh, Very rare do I ever hit the single digits. And as for Fortnite, they just put out a new new update and uh, they're adding a more mystery to the game. So it's really interesting. And I totally recommend checking it out. And one of the finer things I want to note, I want to know, and one of the best things I want to point out about this game is that it is absolutely 100% free. And you could give them some money if you wanted uh, to get some skins. And that is it. So all your money just goes to cosmetics. There's no way that you can, you know, pay to win. So for those of you who like to play multiplayer games, but with someone local to you, as in sitting next to you, I do have a couple of options. So the first one I want to talk about is is really simple. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's been out for ages now. And that game is Rocket League. For those of you who don't know, Rocket League is a soccer game. You join in teams of two to three, um, sometimes even four, and you just uh, play soccer. But one thing, one very, very minimal, minimal key difference is that you're all in cars and you don't think it works. But trust me, it works. It's a lot of fun and I totally recommend checking it out. You can play it online. And also, if there, you know, if you have more than one controller, you can play with the person next to you. The second game I want to talk about, a local multiplayer, is true and favorite It's been out for ages and ages and ages with more and more recurring updates, and it's amazing. And that game is Mario Kart. Now, I don't think I should explain Mario Kart to anyone. If you know gaming, you know at least Mario. And if you know Mario, I believe you at least know Mario Kart. And if you have a Switch, the Mario Kart version is great for the Switch, and it is amazing. And it's portable, and you can play with two players with just the controls that come with it. I have it, and it's amazing, and I totally recommend anyone who owns a Switch to just put down the $40 and buy it. It's great. And then the last two I have for multiplayer games. The first one is the only fighting game on my list. And this one matches are over pretty quickly. And it is absolutely fantastic. Is Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Dragon Ball Fighters, depending on how you pronounce it. This game is a, in my opinion, is a true imagining of the anime and the manga of Dragon Ball Z. And I recommend anyone to get it. Uh, the roster is a little small, so I recommend anyone to wait just a little bit. Um, they'll probably come out with some expanded final edition that'll have more characters than, than the ones that came initially with it. The, they have announced DLCs for it. They are going to keep announcing DLC characters. And the community is strong if you want to play online, but I mainly just play it with my little brother because it is a, it's a local game, it's a fighting game, and in my opinion, fighting games are best played with the person who is physically next to you, um, because lag can be hellish when it comes to fighting games. The final game I want to talk about in the multiplayer games is Overcooked. So Overcooked is available for the PS4 and the Switch. I want to say it's available for something else, but I do not want to give false information. And this game, you're playing as a cook in a restaurant, and you're trying to get orders out, essentially. This game is a multiplayer game, local multiplayer, with uh, the person next to you. I play it with my significant other, and me and her have a ton of fun with it, but also a ton of arguments. Because in each level, there's just crazy things happening. I'm trying not to be too spoilers, but for example, there is one, one level where you play on a ship, and the ship keeps rocking back and forth, and that keeps moving your cutting board stations and your cooking stations around. This makes for a huge 
huge upset when it comes to a method that you already have established with your with your you know your co your co player and it it just messes everything up. It is it's fantastic. I totally recommend buying this game. It is not that expensive. Each round is about four minutes long, so you can easily go through multiple game multiple levels in a short amount of time. Alright, so now moving on to the solo games. I do not have as many entries in this section as the last. As I mentioned before, multiplayer games are the highlight of this episode. They're quick, they have rounds, they have matches, and they make it very easy for you to just stop and pick it up and stop and pick it up. But for the solo games, for those who do not like playing with other people online, and I, and I totally understand it, I was like that for a long time, and I still am with several games, what I usually end up doing is I just mute everyone, unless it's a, a group of people that I know. One of the first games I want to mention here is Surviving Mars. So Surviving Mars came out recently in March, and I, you can get it on the PC, you can get it on the PlayStation 4, and I believe you can get it on some other systems and some other platforms. And essentially it's... It's like SimCity, if you've ever played SimCity before or Tropico before, and you land in Mars, you have several machines, rovers, if you will, and you start collecting materials from the, the surface of Mars, and you start mining for water and for metal. And as the game goes on, you eventually build up these pods, um, these biospheres, if you will. So you can finally invite colonists over from Earth to come and settle in your first colony on Mars. The game is interesting in that things go wrong very fast and very quickly. Uh, the, Mars the Mars landscape is very tricky and very hard to beat. There are sudden snow uh, snowstorms. There are sudden sandstorms or meteor showers. Um, sometimes elect electricity goes out for no real reason and you have to get your rovers out there to, to fix all the issues. And one of my favorite things that can happen is that your settlers can go insane because they have no entertainment and they miss home. Um, it is a delightful game. It is a lot of fun and when I bought it, it was about $40. Um, I don't know if it's gotten cheaper since then. You just play it alone. You don't play it with, uh, with, with anyone else. And as you're playing it, you start to make huge cities on the, city, on, on the surface of Mars. So it's a lot of fun. If you've ever played SimCity, it's an awful lot like that. I also compare it to City Skylines, which I believe also made Surviving Mars. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'll have to research that later. Uh, so if anyone gets a chance to try it out, if you like those type of builder games... I totally recommend checking it out. And the next game I have here is Mario Odyssey. So for those of you who have a Switch, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey came out last November and it is insanely reminiscent of Super Mario 64. So for those of you who have played Super Mario 64 way back when, or you played the remake that came out for the DS, it's essentially like that. You go around collecting power moons, um, their version of the stars from Super Mario 64, and you get all these moons by solving a huge array of puzzles and you know obviously beating mini bosses and big bosses and it is an amazingly fun game and an amazingly difficult game um as i mentioned before i am a perfectionist when it comes to gaming and there's no real way to know how many moons there are um, you can easily beat the game without finding all the moons obviously uh but for me it it's my goal uh so i purchased Super Mario Odyssey earlier in March, and I'm still playing it. I don't have much time to game, as I, you know, as I mentioned before, and I find it insanely enjoyable. And because it's on the Switch, I can take it with me wherever I go. So for those of you who like an easygoing experience with your favorite plumber, it's totally a game I think everyone should check out. And for those of you who don't have a Switch, um, 
you know, stay on the lookout for Black Friday. I'll totally drop some 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 deals I find online. Um, it is a game system that's totally worth it. If you're a huge Nintendo fan, I I totally recommend it. If you're a huge Zelda fan, it is an amazing, absolutely amazing system. Um, and before I continue to the next game, I just want to point out that I, I am not receiving uh, sponsorship from any of these companies. This podcast is opinionated. It is by me. Um, if, if any of those companies want to sponsor, well, then I will definitely tell everyone. Moving on. So the next game I have here is Stardew Valley. So Stardew Valley came out a few years ago, and you can pretty much play it on almost anything now. And uh, essentially in Stardew Valley is, I like to compare it to Farmville from way back when, where you inherit your grandfather's farm, you go to live in the old town he used to live in, and you just start growing your farm and you start building it out, cleaning it. And um, there is an array of uh, like a like a Sims type of game. You, you can have your guy date and you can have him um, you can have your guy date. You can have him uh, go out and do like community activities or go down to the mines. It, it is a lot of fun. It is definitely addicting. Um, I feel like this game can let the hours pass you by. So be warned when you play this one. Um, the... The details on it, it's, it's very pixelated. It's a really old school type of game. It's really nice and very nostalgic for me because it reminds me of the old school games I used to play. Uh, it's also surprisingly cheap. Um, I'm forgetting how much I paid for it. I want to say it was about $10 and it was a lot of fun. So um, I played this one on the Switch, but you can also play it on the PC. And then the last game I want to mention in solo games is a game that I have heard in the last few years to be insanely good. And this game is called FTL. So FTL is called Faster Than Light. It is a space-based top-down RTS game where essentially you are in the command of your spaceship. Um, It's a top-down view, so you're seeing all the modules in your spaceship. And you just traverse space. You know, you encounter enemies, you decide to fight them. It is very um, RTS-like. So there's no like crazy animations where you're flying through space and you're shooting things. It's not not like that. Uh, It's not like Elite Dangerous. It's very much like a board game type of feel, and it's it's really great. It's very unique. I had never seen it before. Um, I have played it for about maybe an hour now, and it's a lot of fun. There is a story to it, and it's, it's great. So if anyone likes board games, if anyone likes spaceships, and if you ever wanted to see those two put together in a game, check out FTL. All right, so that concludes the multiplayer sections and solo game sections of the pickup games. Uh, Next, I want to move on to the news. What's new in gaming? So, new releases. April saw the coming of the latest God of War installment, which has received great reviews. Uh, I have personally not picked it up yet. I plan to pick it up pretty soon. And when I do pick it up, I I will be sure to let everyone know. The next game that came out in April was Yakuza 6. Now, I admittedly, I've never played any of the Yakuza games. I've heard they've been amazing. And Yakuza 6, I believe, is the first game to come out for the PS4. And it looks amazing. Uh, Again, I have not played it before. I want to play it, so I might pick it up on a sale probably during Black Friday this year. And then the last game that came out in April that I want to mention is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. So initial reviews of this game seem pretty favorable. Um, it is a Donkey Kong Country game. So obviously, if you play Donkey Kong for the uh, for the Super Nintendo, you'll know it, you'll know everything of what it's about. Uh, I saw some gameplay videos, and it it truly looks amazing. But it also and also in true Donkey Kong fact fashion, it looks insanely hard. One game I do want to mention that's coming out this month in May is Detroit Become Human. So for anyone familiar with uh, David Cage's work or Quantic Dream's work, they make 
essentially uh, cinematic masterpieces. Uh, their games are more games that you just decide what's going to happen and you see where your actions take you. The first game that I've played was Indigo Prophecy. came out ages ago, at least 10 years ago. And you do make choices and your choices greatly change how the story is going to be uh, uh, going to be told. My favorite game from Quantic Dream was Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain is a detective noir type of game, but again, it has that cinematic feel. You There's no true combat. There's no turn-based combat. There's no shooting combat. Um, you decide what the characters are going to do, and there are some sort of action sequences, but again, it's different than what you're used to. So the next game to come out is Detroit Become Human, and this game has been teased for years and years, and it looks amazing. I totally recommend anyone to check out the trailer. If you're not into cinematic type of video games, uh, basically a interactive movie, uh, then maybe it's not the right game for you. Um, for anyone who's played Until Dawn, it is very much like that, and uh, Until Dawn came, about, came out a few years ago. So if, if it's in your interest, that comes out this May. And two other interesting things of news that I've heard is the latest trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 has premiered this week, and it looks great. I have not played Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 1. Uh, I, I have heard amazing things about it, and this trailer, I did see it, and it looks absolutely amazing. The graphics look great, and that game is due out sometime this fall. And the final thing I want to mention in the what's new in gaming section is according to a Destructoid article that came out today, Final Fantasy VII and Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider, have been inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York. Uh, this is pretty great. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games, if not the favorite. Tomb Raider was amazing too, especially for its time. And last year, the World Video Game Hall of Fame inducted Pokemon Red, Green, and Blue, Street Fighter II, Halo, Donkey Kong, and a couple others. So that's pretty awesome. Alright guys, well I think that's all I wanted to uh, talk about today. I hope you enjoyed the uh, the podcast. And you know, if you have some thoughts and issues, again, please send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. I, I check it every day. It's all forwarded into my personal email account. So uh, yeah, let me, know, let me know your thoughts. For my next episode, I will be doing my first full review of a game. It may be a little long, and that game will be Persona 5. So that game did come out over a year ago, but again, you can pick it up for cheap. And also, they are releasing spin-off games to that game pretty soon as well. And the anime just dropped. So it's still very much relevant, and it's also a really great game. Alright everyone, thank you for joining me on episode 2, the first official full-length episode of Gaming After College. I will be back with you guys with another fresh episode in two weeks, and until then, signing off, this is Manny.